Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. I'm your host, Gordon, and this week we are learning James 1.12. James 1.12. It is midweek, and I hope you guys are hanging in there learning about trials. It's uh, it's kind of a heavy verse in a way, but it can really help us through some hard times and help others through hard times as well. So let's go ahead and recite our verse, James 1.12. It says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. All right. L- yesterday, we talked about who James is and the epistle a little bit. And he's writing to Christians, Jewish Christians under per- persecution, the dispersion of the Jews. And he tells them to count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet various kinds of trials. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, like our verse says. And so we get this sense that we're supposed to be joyful about trials, which doesn't make any sense. It says we're supposed to be happy if we endure it. And so we look at this verse and we look at these words, blessed. I mentioned day one that if you know anything about the Beatitudes when Jesus talks about them, blessed is the man. It could also be happy is the man. It's a noun that depicts someone who receives divine favor. So blessed is the man, happy is the man who endures these trials. And so the first question that I ask is, how is this possible? Why should I have joy and happy under trials? How is it possible to even be happy under trials? The world tells us that tests and trials um, at the very least, we should be moaning and groaning about them, that we should every single little thing, Uh, I stubbed my toe, uh, my shoes came untied, Um, at Starbucks I had to wait 10 minutes, that every single little thing we need to complain about. And at the very worst of all these things, the world also tells us we need to be hysterical about these things. If something were to happen, someone cuts us off and um, in, in traffic or someone does something by accident, which we think they do on purpose, that we're supposed to react in such an uproaring way that um, it justifies ourselves, and that others can be just or can justify us by seeing it as well. But when we're going through trials and we're experiencing different things, and some of those trials could be anything from what I just what I just explained. I, I feel like those might not be necessarily considered trials, but as the world talks about them today, they <laughs> I think we feel like everything is a trial. Um, but in the trials that we're talking about, James is talking about the persecution and, and the, some of the trials that are in our life could be when Christians are persecuted. It could be the death of a family member. It could be a lost job. It could be just times where Jesus and God are trying to shape us and mold us. But I don't think in this verse, in this section of verses, that Jesus or that James is saying that we need to be happy about the trial itself. Again, if we're going through the death of a family member or a situation that's troublesome, um, it's very hard to be joyful about that particular thing. But I think what James is saying in this is that we need to be focused and joyful on what is being presented from a bigger picture. That we need to focus on the results of that trial and that God's people will endure it. When we... When we think about these things, say we think about someone being martyred for the faith. When someone dies for a cause or dies, in this case, martyred for Jesus Christ, that's that's encouraging in a way. It's sad, but it can be two things at once, right? It, it's very encouraging. We can be joyful that 
that person was so faithful and so committed that they gave their life for Christ in whatever situation that was. And so whether it's being martyred or a different situation, we come out the other side and we'll mature and grow and have shared experiences and also encourage those in the future or even counsel those in the future with those experiences. And so the joy that he's talking about is the joy again with the big picture. And so as we look at our verse, blessed is the man who remains happy the, or uh, steadfast. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast on a trial. Happy is the man. We can see that we have reason to be happy now in these trials. We have reason to go through this and look and say, man, I'm going through this, but I know when I come out of this, it's going to help so many people because God is going to re- resolve the other side. It may not always be great or the way we want it, but we'll have a story about God's power, authority, and sovereignty on the other side of this trial. And Actually, a perfect example of this is my wife. She is really great. I didn't write this in my notes, but I just will say that when she goes through stuff, she always thinks about how God is going to use her in this situation and the women she can help in this. And it's it's really encouraging for me because I don't always do that. And I, I, I look at that and by being around her, that's starting to be contagious. It's starting to rub off. I mean, okay, when I go through something, how is this going to show God's sovereignty or God's plan or glorify God? Um, and I and I get really encouraged about that. And so, again, he's trying to purify us through these trials. And we're supposed to be happy about that. We're supposed to pursue joy. And, again, these these experiences are difficult, but they allow so much growth relationally with God and with others. And James is saying to focus on that. He says, when a true Christian endures the trials and knows God has set the plan before him, and that when he endures it, he honors God and will show that he loves God and God will reward him with the crown of life. I'm using him as in him and her. But again, I'm going to say that again. When a true Christian endures trials and knows that God has set this plan before him, when, when that person endures it and honors God, he will show that he loves God. And God will reward him with the crown of life with heaven. And so it's, I know it's difficult though, right? It's, it's extremely difficult to think that way. When something comes crashing down, your mind just goes into this raw survival mode. And you could be crying, you could be angry, it could be whatever the, the emotion that comes out. It's very difficult to go straight to joy or happiness in those hard times. And, and sometimes just in everyday life, for, for that matter. But we need to remind each other in this. We need to remind each other of this verse. That's why it's so important that Jesus allows us to spend eternity with him and how much that means. And so when Jesus focuses, or um, so when I say that Jesus allows us to spend eternity with him, if that's our plan, we need to think about who that God is, who Jesus is. And when Jesus faced his ultimate trial, it was extremely difficult, and that was for our benefit. And so when we, when that same God, when that same Jesus gives us a, our own trials, it's for our benefit. And so if we remember, even when Jesus was going through his most difficult trial of, of preparing for the cross and even on the cross, he was sweating drops of blood the night before. But he still knew God's plan. He, he was, he, God wouldn't remove the cup from him. He was still... 
and it's hard to say joyful, but he was still joyful about God's plan. And we even know he knows the purpose of why he came. He wants to do that. He wants us to connect with God, and he knows that he is the connection for that relationship. In Mark 10, 45, we see that he says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. He knows his purpose. And when we know our purpose, we can be joyful in that, whether we're being persecuted or things are going well. And so Jesus came to serve. He came to save and he came to give his life. And it was the most painful thing in the world by any person, but he did it out of love. And I think that's what James wants us to get out of this verse. That when God puts trials in front of us, he knows already where it's going to go and how it's going to grow us. We don't know that. We know where it might, especially if we're thinking about it with joy. We can start thinking about how it might shape us. We don't necessarily know during the trial, but God does. And if we're trusting in God that this trial is, is he's allowing that trial to be in our lives, well, then we can be faithful to, to God in that. We can go through the trial. We can think about when someone dies. If they're a Christian, they're going to heaven. And we can rejoice in that. That's the good of that. We can think about how we're going to counsel others who go through death as well, who lose their job, who go through life with struggles. And that's really, really encouraging. So that's our first thought. Our, that's our thought for today. Our final thought too. First and final thought for the day. We're going to wrap up this podcast and um, we're going to re- recite our memory verse one more time. I'm going to say each line twice, and I want you to say the second line. So here we go. James 1, 12. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him, which God has promised to those who love him. All right. Amazing job. Amazing job. Tomorrow, we're going to learn a little bit more about steadfastness. And until next time, continue to put on the mind of Christ. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Memorizing Scripture. I do hope that this content does help you draw closer to God. And if you enjoyed this podcast and want to help the impact of our show, please like, rate, review, comment, subscribe to this podcast. It does help get the word out, and I would truly appreciate it.